My dear brothers and sisters in Christ, it's a very great privilege for me to be here with you today. I'm a monk from the congregation of Salem, visiting you after my recent ordination, coming to you and the Institute of Christ the King because of some close ties that my congregation has to your dear priests and brothers. Today, the light of Christmas continues to shine. Today is the feast of the Holy Family. We continue to be surrounded by the light that comes from the Holy Cradle in Nazareth. The Church, in its wisdom, continues to remind us in many ways of the mystery of the Incarnation. It separates, for our sake, many of the events that occur on the day of the Nativity. For instance, eight days after the Nativity is the Feast of the Circumcision. On that day, our Lord is circumcised, he enters into the people of God, and he receives a name, a holy name. The Church has different feasts honoring this occasion where Our Lady intercedes on our behalf, bringing our Lord into the people of God, celebrating His holy name on another day, and also remembering, like today, the very close ties of family that existed at this time. Mary redeems Jesus by bringing Him forward by having him circumcised, by making him enter into the people of God, so that he may come home with them, be recognized as one of their family, be recognized as a people, one with us. The light of our Lord shines out over all peoples and nations from the cradle. How marvelous it is to see each year the way that people pause before the manger of a simple child. We all find comfort in this. The Feast of Christmas fascinates us today more than the Church's other great feasts. It fascinates us because everyone in some way feels that the birth of Jesus has to do with the deepest aspirations and hopes of man. The Feast of the Epiphany is an extension of the joy of Christmas, as is today's feast. It recalls not only the coming of Christ in the flesh, but also his manifestation to the peoples of the earth. Only a few days ago, there appeared in the grotto not only shepherds and the humble beasts of the earth, but kings and wise men, bearing rich gifts and grave warnings of threats to the life of Jesus. The light of the Lord's birth fills our hearts with joy and peace, but it is a great mystery that it fills the hearts of some, like King Herod, with great fear. Herod lives in darkness because he refuses to open his eyes to the light. He is too preoccupied with his desire for power and wealth. He does not realize that the child whom we see in the grotto is God himself who became man, to show us how much he cares for us, how much he loves us. 
God became one of us to make himself close to each one, to overcome evil, to free us from sin, to give us hope, to tell us that we are never alone. We can always turn to God. He has come to banish our fear, and we should never hesitate to turn to him without fear, calling him Father, certain that at every moment, in every situation of life, even the most difficult, he does not forget us. We must never forget to say to ourselves during happy or hard times, yes, God actually takes care of me. He loves me. Jesus was born for me too. I must always trust in him. The destiny of every person is symbolized by the light which the wise men follow on the Feast of the Epiphany. Life is a journey, Pope Emeritus Benedict XVI used to remind us, illuminated by the lights which brighten our way to find the fullness of truth and love in Jesus Christ. We must allow the light of the child Jesus to illumine our lives, to turn them into light. Celebrating Christmas and the Christmas season is not merely remembering past events. It is a making present those mysteries that bring our salvation. Today in the sacred liturgy, in the celebration of the sacraments, all of the mysteries of Christmas become present and effective for us. The liturgical celebration of Christmas, then, is not only a memory, it is above all a mystery. It is not only a commemoration, but a way of making Christ more present to us. The more intensely we live the whole of the Christmas season, which lasts, unless interrupted by Septuagesima, until February 2nd, the more intensely we live this season, the more Christ will become present to us. One way for us to enter more fully into the mystery of Christmas is to recover its meaning. Besides the wonderful examples of humility, poverty, and faith that it proposes to us, it also beckons us to let ourselves be totally transformed by the one who took on our flesh. The manifestation of God aims at our participation in the divine life, in the realization within us of the mystery of his incarnation, the mystery which is the fulfillment of our human vocation. How do we come to know Jesus? How do we come to see his light? The infant John the Baptist, while still in the womb, was able to see the light of Christ. He saw it and he shared it. He gave a kick. He leaped in the womb of his mother. He had experienced the joy of Christ. Perhaps even St. Joseph did not yet know that Mary had received Jesus when she went to visit her cousin Elizabeth. But this little child, so small, so tender, so sheltered from and blind to everything in the world, 
he leaped for joy. That is the joy that we too must have. And it is there for us. All we must do is ask for it. Seeing God is the fruit of a pure heart. And it is our greatest joy to be able to see God. But where should we look? Where will we find him? He is found in many different ways. St. Mother Teresa found him in the poor. One day she picked up a child, six or seven years old, from the street, and she could see the pain of hunger in his face. So Mother Teresa gave her a piece of bread, and then she saw the child eating the bread, crumb by crumb. Mother Teresa said, Eat, eat the bread. And then the child looked at her and said, I am afraid that when the bread is finished, I will be hungry again. That little one, so small, had already tasted the pain of suffering, the pain of hunger. But when looking upon that face, Mother Teresa found Jesus. She was very good at this. She had the eyes of an eagle for the suffering of Christ's most forgotten, his smallest brethren. And that is what God loved about her. She found Jesus in those who suffer, those who are poor. But in order to do this, she had to open her eyes. She had to look upon the suffering that they experienced and not turn away. She looked for it, and she found it. She found Jesus. The poor we have in America may not know the same kind of poverty that people in India experience, but they need the same love. They are lonely, they are sad, Many of them have mental illness, but they need the light of our love. They need to be recognized through their distressing disguise. That disguise which hides their true identity. The reality of Christ's light shining out from them. You may not need to go out into the streets in order to see what Mother Teresa saw. It may already be there in your family. You may have a disabled relative, or you may have one suffering from loneliness. If you are courageous, gaze upon them as you would upon Christ on the cross. Gaze upon them in wonder, in surprise, even confusion, but above all, with love and compassion. If we had a heart like Mary's, a heart that can stand at the foot of the cross and behold the pain of her son, we would certainly learn to see Jesus, and this would fill us with joy. 
The Christmas season is indeed above all a season of joy. And joy is itself a sign, a manifestation of Jesus. We can also find this joy in friendship, giving, creating, family, striving and aspiring to be better persons. God is there in all these relations and aspirations. And he is there above all in the mystery of the altar. These are all reflections, reflections of God and how we too are made in the image of God. Our life indeed is a reflection of God's life. At our deepest level, we all desire to live in union with God and with each other. We were not created to be alone. We were created to love. Love is the ultimate epiphany, the true manifestation of God's presence in our lives. This capacity to know and love others is God's greatest gift to us. Whether it be in the poor and lonely or in our most cherished loved ones. God is there manifesting us, manifesting himself to us, as he did to St. John the Baptist in the womb of his mother, as he did to the wise men in the star of Bethlehem, and as he did for Mother Teresa in the faces of the poor she served. Let us today, as we go forward in the most sacred liturgy and in our lives, Keep our eyes open for God's light, his marvelous manifestation of love. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.